How long have you been recording? <laughs> You've been recording this whole time? <laughs> nice. Wow. Okay. All right. So we've been getting, we've been getting all that. That's good. Sweet. So, um, but anyways, so. We got uh, we got Securus with us today here, uh, joining us here in studio at, on the Big Access podcast. And today we've got a really cool, you know, pretty cool, exciting episode that we're going to be talking all about a really unique use case study, the of PDK being installed in a lot of different scenarios, and uh, and it's really pretty cool and unique. And so we'll get to all that. But I want to go with and introduce our guests uh, who we've got today. So we've got Tyler standing over here, and then we've got Mike Manning. Uh, with Securus here, but they've got these uh, these really cool advanced security trailers that we're going to be talking about. But thank you guys a ton for coming and joining us in uh, you know in, on today's episode of the Big Access Podcast. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate the invitation, and just wanted to recognize that how much we love PDK because <coughs> completely transformed and revolutionized access control. And the way access control is done, <laughs> and, and it's just phenomenal. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's quite the compliment, and that was unsolicited. We did not try <laughs> to tell him to do that beforehand. So, that's a uh, that's awesome. True. So, I want to uh, before we dive into the topic of these advanced security trailers, I want to uh, kind of learn a little bit more about you guys and, and make sure that our audience knows a little bit more about you too. But Tyler, you and I, we actually go back a few years. Um, yeah. Before. You know, I guess it was how long ago did we go to a Real Salt Lake game? Um, you you went with our then regional sales yeah. manager uh, Josh Balanzich, and I I came with. I was I was also an RSM at that time, but I was covering the Central Territory. But I met you and your lovely wife at the game. We had some box tickets there. Yep, it's a while ago. Uh, that's that probably seven eight years ago. Maybe, yeah, yeah it's been like a that. while. Yeah. Uh, but then I ended up moving into your neighborhood like just a few months later. Yep. <laughs> it was kind of weird. You know, at, at, at church, suddenly your your wife comes walking up to me. She's like, you took us to the RSL game. I'm yep. like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> you were right. Yeah. And so that was kind of fun, kind of a, a small world moment. Yep. And then yeah. uh, then our, our daughters became good friends, and then you decided to leave us. I did, so, unfortunately. Yeah, you, you no longer <laughs> live in that neighborhood with us. Spend a lot of time out there still, though. Yeah. So I mean, we're, we're still on text threads like crazy talking about utah sports that's right all of our uh, all of our buddies in the neighborhood so that's right yeah so tyler and i have known each other for quite a while and uh it's kind of cool uh every time that we did a neighborhood barbecue you you always showed up wearing pdk equipment i did like, i love like hats or shirts things like that i love the swag <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome mike how long have you been installing pdk no, a long time since uh pdk's inception yeah yeah, that is awesome. So tell me a little bit about your uh, your background with access control and with uh, low voltage. I've been doing low voltage um, since 1996. I've been doing um, installing phone systems and doing data networks and basically audio visual stuff, um, access control, all that stuff, camera systems for a long, long time. Um, we used to put in, um, Tyler and I used to put in, in um, like multi-dwelling unit apartment oh, okay. complexes and uh, multi-tenant spaces and stuff like that. Um, yeah, and when PDK rolled along, we really, really were just 
and yeah. jumping over to that cloud managed product. So did you join PDK after we introduced the cloud or were you installing it before then when it was an on-prem system? That's an answer for Tyler actually. Yeah, I mean it was once it became cloud-based. Okay. So we didn't, I mean, I knew of the product when it was on-prem, but didn't really start installing it until it was cloud-based. No, I mean, when it became cloud-based, I mean, that's when I came on, and, and there was a big difference between the on-prem system and yeah. the cloud-based system. I mean, the on-prem system was cool, and it was it did a lot of cool things and had a, a, user, a nice user interface for an on-prem system. Yeah. But the cloud really unlocked a whole, you know, next level worth of, capabilities for you guys yep so i know all i know is uh every time we went to a security show um back in those early days when pdk would steal the show every time (laughs) it still does i mean i remember tyler you showed up at isc west this year and i was like oh look there's tyler crap i'm so busy that i can't even go and say hi to you yep it was a I, i felt bad so I apologize. It happens. We all get busy, <laughs> right? Yeah, it, it was cool. Yeah, ISC every year is crazy. We we have a, just a hopping booth all the time. Everybody's meeting in the hallways, it seems like. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty crazy, but and, and for good reason. We've got a lot of cool things that we like to show off, and people like the product. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our customers love it, so. Well, that's good. Yeah. Well, they can like run it themselves. They don't have to call somebody or they don't have to be sitting on um, behind a dumb terminal yeah you know they can they can legitimately manage this system from top to bottom themselves well and that is one of the reasons why we ultimately had to get rid of that on-premise system that we had way back then it just wouldn't sell anymore and so it was like okay we we, we, as soon as we released the cloud it we saw that holy cow on-premise systems sales just dropped like crazy and cloud just took off uh, like you wouldn't believe and so it got to the point where we were like we have to completely stop making this on-premise system because we have way more inventory than what we're going to be able to get through and it still took us two years to sell through that inventory just because it was being sold once or twice a month and that was it and eventually it didn't sell anything anymore so we took the rest of that inventory threw it into b stock and just retired the yeah. uh, the on-premise system because cloud really did come out with that much more demand yeah and that much more uh you know interest there so it was great nice. you know what else i really like um i really like the red stuff man. Well, red is cool red huh? is hopping and us coming from um the cybersecurity world um getting into that the cybersecurity side of it red is uh re- revolutionizing access control as well yeah that is awesome we we love we love the red products you know the simple automatic discovery that you just plug a controller in and it's automatically oh, yeah. going to be found and you can set a static ip on it you yeah. can s- keep it at you know ipv6 if you want anything like that's going to be uh, I mean, like you said it kind of revolutionizes everything i right? like the i like the um readers yeah the red readers are awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, you guys, uh, w- with those red readers, what what one's your favorite? You guys like the Mooley and the Single Game, the Keypad, all of the the all ones? of them. Yeah. All of them. I mean, we mostly install the Mooley on. Yeah, but depends. Any on, of them depends on what kind of door we're putting it on or what kind of device. Yeah, nice. What kind of credentials do you guys use with those? Um, mobile credentials. Woo! <laughs> or I mean, just cards, yeah. mostly. Nice. Why do, you, why do you think your customers like the mobile credentials? Why do, you, why do you think they like that option? 
I mean, it's just simple. Everybody already has their phone with yeah. them 24 seven and the security. I mean, you have to have biometrics to get into it. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. Cybersecurity. And we have a client that, um, basically, <clears throat> um, they have a baseball facility mm -hmm. and another client, the golf facility, and they don't give a card or a fob or anything out to any of these, uh, their c customers. Yeah. It's a single man door. And <clears throat> when they sign up the monthly fee, they get, um, you know, he gets some access on the mobile cred and they just go and when it's their time and, and he can limit when it, they can get in the building yeah uh, using the the rules and everything and just they can go in and get themselves in using their phone that's i mean that's ultimately one of the big beneficial factors i mean we did a case study not too long ago that is all about a gym and their management is exactly the same where they don't have a physical credentials or anything that they give out as soon as somebody signs up for that gym membership yeah. they get their mobile credential and then they can go and gain access at any time that they want it's pretty yeah. sweet and if you have high turnover, I mean, it saves on cost. Too, oh, it saves so. on cost like crazy, right? I mean, we did we did a lot of research uh, not too long ago. I'm, we're in the middle of revamping our sales training course to be in an online LMS format where you've got multiple lessons that you can take at your own time on at your own pace, just like our technical training course. And with that, when doing all the research, we found that one-third of all credentials are lost every year, yep. and the other two-thirds of physical credentials are usually broken within two years. Yeah. And so that turnover rate of credentials, not just from employees leaving, but just of normal wear and tear, it's crazy there too. So, yeah, the cost of credentials adds up like crazy, like yeah. you wouldn't believe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, in that in that lesson, it's, it's a really cool lesson that uh, we're writing all about uh, the cost savings that cloud systems actually deliver uh, to an end user uh, versus what the you know the perceived value and perceived uh, cost savings of an on-premise system are, and the cost to maintain and run an on-premise system is actually way more expensive than a cloud-based system. Yeah, oh, yeah. So I, I'm really excited to share that lesson and and uh, be able to talk about like the benefits that like the mobile credentials bring and, and the cost savings with that with that as well so yeah. everybody the stay manager. tuned the manager <laughs> you can be on the beach in mexico hey just grab a fob you're good read me the number you know it's, it's <laughs> funny that you say that so when i was a sales guy i used to always say that uh one of the benefits is i could be on a beach in mexico and do that <laughs> but yet i'd never tested it <laughs> so i'd always joke that i better go test oh, it. oh man you need to well you? i did did you? i did so a couple years ago my wife and i went to yeah. puerto vallarta for our 10-year anniversary and in order to say that i'd done it i pulled out my phone and <laughs> i messed with our demo system on the beach in mexico nice. so awesome. i can officially say that you can now that you, that you can mess with your PDK system on the beach in Mexico. That Set awesome. somebody up yeah. from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, my wife looks over at me. And she's like, you better not be working right yep. now. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm just having fun. <laughs> this is I have to be able to say that I can do this. So yep. yeah. kind of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's go ahead and let's dive into this unique use case that you guys actually use PDK for. So you guys obviously use PDK to uh, install it at other facilities like you were just talking but then you've got this really unique installation uh, with these advanced security trailers. So why don't you t uh, tell me a little bit more about these trailers, what <laughs> well, they are, and yeah. uh, kind of what got you into that, Mike? I'll tell you, they're um, or they're not really a security trailer. They're an everything trailer. An everything trailer. <laughs> an everything trailer. So basically, I was a, a couple years back, we 
had a um, production company um, out of California come to, and they came to all the major lacs and the sea lacs in the round and said, hey, uh, we're going to be shooting an uh, ASICS commercial out in the salt flat. And we need you to provide us with 10 square miles of internet, Wi-Fi. And they're like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. 10 square miles of Wi-Fi no. out in the salt flats. That's right. So for those of you who are not uh, familiar with the salt flats, this is where like all of the land speed records are set. It's uh, very flat. It's salt. And it is uh, very, very long and very, very flat. And it is in the middle of nowhere. There is not power. There is no internet connection. There is not cellular service. There might be now, but yeah. at the time there wasn't cellular service. And um, <coughs> they, one of the blacks, I don't know who they were, said, call this guy. If anybody can do it, he can do it. So I said, yeah, I think we can do that. And I made a few phone calls. I got a gig circuit delivered on a month-to-month -month basis to the top of the mountain um, in between the Salt Flats and Wendover. Okay, then, up there on the then, Pilot Peak Range? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Then I, I know all about the Pilot Peak Range. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big, big bowls up there. Big bowls up there. Yeah. My uncle's got some property out there. Yeah. And so Sweet. So yeah, we, we were just talking about uh, a little bit earlier about a uh, an elk hunt that I was on a few weeks ago. Yeah. It was over there. Nice. So. <laughs> That's where it was. Yeah. Gotcha. So anyway, then we did a... a fiber bridge down into the salt flats and um we made these little um what you know they weren't on wheels or anything they were just um power and we provided uh access wireless access for their base camp completely complete wireless access for the base camp and the marathon that they were running at sp different spots around the okay. marathon. We just did did that, and that started it, basically. Connectivity, getting connectivity where you can't get connectivity. Any, any place in the world where you can't get connectivity is the use case for the, where, what these trailers are. And after we get into all the different industries that are wanting the trailers, like you have a ag, Agriculture wants them, public safety, school campuses want them, um, connected communities, disaster recovery. Oh, that's a big one. People, yeah. disaster recovery, uh, like hurricane hits or, oh, yeah. or a, a, you know, a tornado comes through or whatever, wipes out whole communities, yeah, yeah. takes out their cell towers. Yeah, no everything. resources out there at that yeah. point, right? No yeah. power. It's the exact same scenario. No power, no connectivity whatsoever. So we use the trailers to bring connectivity into uh, a place. And um, the oil industry, entertainment industry, we talked about that. those folks who, who want it. Th these are the types of people who – hey, we're trying to do something here, and what we really need is to be able to have all the resources available to us that we can get in a brick-and-mortar building with a roof. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of them, like the oil industry, want to roll gate. They want RFID readers. They want um, <coughs> uh, to be able to lock up their, their diesel fuel cell. Farmers want to be able to do that. Yeah. 
And so yeah, we stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what we use PDK for. Um, we put it right on a trailer that c can power a roll gate or, you know, or lift a gate or, yeah. or, um, I mean, Tyler's even put, put it on a, a barbecue, uh, before, um, is it on your own grill? It is not on my own grill. <laughs> oh, I was going to come over and just like hack into your grill and just start cooking for you one night. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. You, you walk outside and he's like, Hey Ty, hey. <laughs> you don't need to hack in to come do that. No, you, you, you'll welcome me <laughs> over yep. anytime. Yep. He'll eat okay. your, he'll eat your ribeyes. You come there put you them go. on there. <laughs> and to add to that, like, like with their fuel cells, it's like that way they're going to know who's coming and getting the fuel. So not only are they protecting their fuel, but they're also knowing who's fueling up and using that gas. I mean, that's that's one of the big reasons why access control is a thing. It's not necessarily just to keep the bad guys out or to protect the assets. It's also to have reporting. Yep. Uh, to be able to see when your own employees and those who have you you've been, you know, you've given the access to, yeah. you can be able to gain access to the facilities, facilities, and and anything you can put uh, PDK on virtually anything. If you want to put a timer on it, you want to um, give them access to virtually anything. And you can now do it anywhere in the world. You don't yeah. have to. It doesn't have to be in a physical facility. No, being on one of these trailers is pretty cool, yeah. right? And so, so you've got these big trailers. And, and I'm going to make sure that you guys send over some photos that we can put in this recording. So, boom, here's a picture of what it looks like. And then, uh, yeah. and so... W with these, you've got solar panels on them, right? Correct. And then Correct. backup generators. Correct. Correct. So that you can get, in case you don't have the solar energy to get everything going in that moment, you can yep. use the generator. Um, and then with that, you've got PDK on it to lock up the trailer itself and then also to be able to control like the gates you're talking about. That's correct. correct. That is so cool. Being able to do that wherever you're at in the world without actually having that brick and mortar location is pretty sweet yeah no so power or an internet we bring the power and the internet to the location and the technology so to how it. do you bring that internet to it what's your uh, what's your trick there it all it changes every single place changes i mean uh, the salt flats i got a gig fiber circuit and did an air fiber bridge mm -hmm. i'd like to do that everywhere right yeah, that's, that's a lot that, more consistent right yeah that's the best about the of all the worlds that you can get but some in some cases i mean you know we might be using um five, 4g 5g yeah um, uh, cellular um access points and stuff like that cellular r routers or we might be using uh, satellite and a combination of the both, the, mm -hmm. two, the two. Depends on where in the world we are and how far I can get it. Um, <clears throat> there's been talk about developing, um, working with some, some folks, um, bringing even microwave in. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, and expanding a microwave connectivity, expanding microwave connectivity into some very rural, rural areas. Um, in order to be able to provide um, residents and residential with uh, internet, that part of wild. that, part of that, um, uh, I don't know if you heard about the new broadband initiative that the um, Congress passed um, earlier last year. It was late last year, I think. No, I, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All the all everywhere in the U.S. is is got to be served with internet. They have to have at least 100 meg up, 100 meg down. 
Wow. And if they're not, they're considered underserved. So there's a bunch of companies that are trying to do that. Some of them have already signed up to deliver um, internet to the, um, like, to the um, municipalities and government-owned buildings and stuff like that. And <coughs> literally, you can take one of these trailers, park it over a, a manhole that has the fiber in it, pull yeah. up the fiber inside the trailer, and then put a, a, your ra radios on top of the mast and beam it into their building, and boom, you just accomplished it. And you know what I mean? That so is cool. So, so with that mast that you've got, you know, the capability to do, you know, point to point, like what you were just describing there, yeah. but then you've also got security cameras on there as well. All right. And we're back. <laughs> we had a little bit of camera issues uh, and kind of overheated on us. We've been recording for a little while. So, um, yeah. Anyways, we were talking about, uh, the mast and how you were doing point to point, uh, radio, uh, with it. But then there's also the security cameras that you guys put on those. You guys are a Hanwha dealer, which... It's got a really cool integration with PDK. So you guys, uh, how often do you guys put cameras up on those masts? Nearly every trailer, people want the cameras up there. And it's uh, it's that that's not what the trailer was designed for. It was designed for connectivity and IoT and, and physical security that way. But adding that level of uh, physical security especially uh, where it integrates with PDK. Yeah. We can take a you know, snapshot of somebody um, as they, you know, pr provide their cred or even roll a video of them after they've, you know, gone in or whatever. We put PTZs and follow them all the way, way throughout the whole property. We put fish eyes um, in there that... Uh, basically protect everything in the or keep an eye on everything in the vicinity um, literally we can put a trailer and um, secure any kind of yard like construction yard oil uh, an oil field um, location um, emergency or the uh, disaster recovery people really like to have them <clears throat> you know, if you you could even use it like at a fair, yeah, <laughs> and have <laughs> cameras that do complete AI, you know, and just hey, little little Tammy got lost. Let's see if we can find her and go in and and with the AI, hey, we're looking for a a young female wearing pink. Yeah. And it will pull up all the footage of a young female wearing pink, and you can locate that person pretty quickly. That's so cool, man. So yeah. you, uh, or, you know, the very beginning of the episode, you called this not just an advanced security trailer, but you called it an advanced everything trailer. Yeah. You are not kidding. Yeah. In this episode, I've learned a lot more about them and really the capabilities that it really is able to deliver. Like yeah. you said, you're now able to get power, internet, security, everything, anywhere. Anywhere. Around the globe. That's anywhere. Cool. And there, I mean, there's a lot of things we haven't touched on either. So, yeah. I mean, it literally is everything IoT. IoT cool. sensors, we could put like any type of sensor um, and run data, just collect data and um, get it to people in the cloud. It, we haven't even talked about that, but <laughs> there's a ton of stuff we could do with them. So if anybody wants to learn more about these trailers, how do they go about reaching out to you guys to learn more about what you guys are doing with these? You can go to iotmobile.net. 
you can you can call us um 801 274 no yeah yeah 274 4444 um you send us an email that's uh, the IoT side um Securus is our other company and that's the the physical uh, company that does all the hardware and in- installations. Yeah. It's aside from the um, trailer company, it's like a sister company. Yeah. And um, you can get us, Mike or Tyler, at securuspros.com. Um, and that's S E C U R U S P R O S dot com. Awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, guys, we are just about out of time on this week's episode, but thank you a ton for. Uh, taking the time to come here in studio to be able to do this with us. It's been really educational and kind of a a cool story to hear about how you guys started building these IoT trailers and everything that it can do. So thank you for taking the time to do it. Absolutely. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. For those of you guys who have not yet done so, be sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave it a five-star rating, and also let us know if there's anything in particular that you are wanting to learn. But thank you again so much for jumping in on this week's episode of the Big Access Podcast. Stay tuned because we've got more great content coming every Friday. Thank you again, and we'll talk to you next week.